ahead and get into our uh, next uh, topics right now here on Ground and Pounds. We uh, take a look at it right now. And uh, starting off with uh, Najee Harris right now. There's two really impressed uh, teammates right now in OTAs and minicamp. I uh, have uh, free safety Mika Fitzpatrick on Najee Harris uh, saying, in quote, I love Najee as a man and as a player. He's a great dude, has a great story, but as a player, he's a competitor. I love playing him. He's fast. He's challenging us out of the backfield, catching passes, going against linebackers. He has that you're not going out work me type mindset. That's something that we love having in the city of Pittsburgh. And I got to believe right now, I mean, that's nothing but positive right now. Hopefully that continues to be as good as advertised as uh, we look at, I mean, for this time. I mean, a guy who definitely insists, like I said, he really believes he could fill a guy like Le'Veon Bell's shoes and uh, take it to a whole nother level. And like I always say, I mean, it's one thing when you are write a check, but can you cash it now at this point? Because I really do believe he's got some uh, great potential for this uh, team right now uh, to really get them going back in the right direction. When you also look at, too, I mean, the previous uh, past right now, of the comparison of the breakdown between Le'Veon Bell and James Conner in recent years. I mean, of course, Le'Veon Bell, I mean, to, I mean, his credit when he was playing with the Steelers. I mean, you look at everything that uh, they've been able to contribute right now. I mean, in Le'Veon Bell's, let's see, uh, in his uh, five seasons with the Steelers, as uh, we uh, look at it, I mean, for uh, his time, I mean, uh, Le'Veon Bell, I mean, for the most part, I mean, his uh, made his contributions right now, as we uh, looked at, I mean, helping, helping the team uh, average out to 136 and a half yards per game. And then uh, averaging 86.1 yards uh, himself right now. I mean, Le'Veon Bell, to his credit, I mean, during his uh, entire uh, tenure as a Steeler right now, he contributed at least 49% of the yards he uh, gained. He gained 5,336 yards on the ground versus the team's 10,920 yards. Uh, that is about nearly half the amount right there. I mean, he contributed for during his five seasons in Pittsburgh. On the flip side, you have James Carr, who's played in the team for four seasons. I mean, he showed a little bit of flash, pretty much excitement in that first year in 2018. Same season that they could not come to terms on Le'Veon Bell on a new contract uh, to keep him with guaranteed money. I mean, which arguably in the Steelers' minds could have made him more money, I mean, together. The only problem was, I mean, Le'Veon Bell was hesitant and admit about walking the tight rope to see that money coming in. He was always maintaining the fact he wanted to have guaranteed money and safety, I mean, for him and his career and his family. I mean, and, and good for him. I mean, continue to do, like, the rap albums, anything you need to do to make the extra money. I mean, as we look at today's athletes and social media, where it's being on Instagram, uh, Twitter, or, I mean... TikTok, I mean, whatever it is, I mean, they have opportunities to make extra money in their income. 
I mean, pretty much as their part-time gig, I guess you could say. But, I mean, really look at it, I mean, in that regard, too. I really do feel right now, I mean, listen, I mean, I really wish if I could go back in time, I would have had things figured out for this guy. But at the same time, too, when you're with an organization like the Steelers right now, I mean, it's hard to put anyone above the franchise. Not that he was doing it, playing by the rules. But at the end of the day, too, I do feel like his agent who ultimately did decide to have him sit out the entire year as time continued to nag along. Remember, he was not in full decision where he was going to return uh, during the season or not. I mean, the time that he had to sign his franchise uh, tender. And as they were fi- starting to find stuff out in the new CBA, just figured it would make more sense that he would have um, less wear and tear on his body just by sitting out. I really feel like his agent screwed up his career, I mean, playing-wise. Because at the end of the day, you cannot convince me that he was looking out for him uh, wisely. I mean, other than he just got his guaranteed money. I mean, if he could had like a three-year deal with the New York Jets. But still, I mean, where did it get you ultimately in your career? I mean, he had a frustrating situation with Am Gates right there and the New York Jets. Am Gates was not too fond of the amount of money they offered him. But still, I really do believe, too. I mean, definitely made this guy... Uncomfortable, did not use him properly. Then they go on to the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I think he showed flashes of, I mean, what what his performance was. I mean, in that stretch right there, especially when they're trying to lock up the number one seed in the AFC. And at the end of the day, too, he did not uh, play in Super Bowl 55 versus the Bucks. Did not even go get, get an opportunity to go up against his former teammate in Antonio Brown. And I think that left a very bare taste right there in his mouth. But I think, uh, I have no idea what the riff was between him and Andy Reid, who he, which by the way, he stated that he would not play for him again if he was still the head coach of the Chiefs. Uh, I, I, I think that's a messed up relationship. But if I were to pinpoint it, I would definitely say I had to probably do something with the fact that maybe when a fan asked him about him like not signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers when he had an opportunity to get the contract extension, Le'Veon Bell was maintaining that the Steelers should have signed him. Now, I wonder if Andy Reid was just trying to just uh, monitor him, just trying to put himself out there, drag negative attention on his Instagram posts. I don't know if that sparked anything. I, I doubt there was any uh, racial uh, speculation in there at all. Andy Reid is definitely one of the most respected coaches. And Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid, they remind each other alike. I mean, as far as like their tenures in this league goes. I mean, it's just it's just hard to fathom that you would have a problem I mean, with a guy like an Andy Reid and just not be able to figure this thing out. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I this is a guy right now who's still looking for a home. I think he's no longer with the Chiefs. But, come on. I think if, if he would have stayed on, I think he, things would have probably been 
the offense would have still been clicking. We still had clicking with Antonio Brown for that last season. I mean, with just two out of three killer bees that year. But of course, we all remember how that controversy ended that year when he uh, put Juju Smith-Schuster on blast in a critical game versus New Orleans Saints, where they lost in New Orleans. I, I just feel right now where, where you got to really look at at the end of the day is like, how do you uh, get the seeing? I mean, uh, fixed and rectified here. I mean, if, if anything, if I am Le'Veon Bell, I mean, it's a huge what if. It was definitely a huge miss, I think, for both sides. But there's been clearly no decisive winner. I guess maybe you could say Le'Veon Bell for the moment because he did go up with a team that went to the Super Bowl. And you still got the Steelers right now still looking for that guy. I mean, a team is so booming as far as playoff contention. And they should be this year. But when you got new uh, kids on the block right now with a reborn Browns team is uh, fueling with confidence, we shall see. So let's see if Najee Harris is able to do that. Also, another thing I want to get into, too, is Deontay Johnson right now looking to improve his uh, drops right now uh, as we looked at. He led the league in drops a season ago with anywhere between 13 and 16 uh, including in five in five quarters against Washington football team and the Buffalo Bills, which got some benched, which got him benched for the final 25 minutes of the first half against the Bills. How is he uh, going to like uh, get around that? Well, one of his answers right now is that he plans to use the tennis ball to help his issue with the drops. Uh, Johnson Ball Machine designed to help tennis pros work on their game that fires tennis balls as fast as 70 miles per hour. More than the pace, Johnson was looking to train his eyes to come off the ball. The Steelers did lead the league around uh, Johnson with 43 drops, with half of them coming from Johnson and Eric Ebron. I would imagine that would be the time, too, uh, once during that Ravens game. I would have to say more so is when things really started to spiral out of control for this team. And after the 11-0 start, they would go on to lose, I mean, like uh, three other remaining uh, four games after the three other remaining five games, starting with the Washington football team. But actually, like I said, I think their moment of glory was against the Colts, wrapping up the AFC North, hanging on to the division. And that's where you have that at. And I, I just feel right now, when you try to pick up this ball and get back in everything, it's uh, definitely an uh, all-time interesting thing here. As you got with Matt Canada right now, I mean, just what are you going to do right now that's going to really uh, put this team back in prominence? How do you, like, uh, change this offense? I mean, are they drifting away from trying to run the ball consistently? That brought them, I mean, success as a history all time. I still got to have answers to that, but uh, we'll uh, definitely uh, keep this train rolling right now as uh, we are getting ready to go into our uh, next set of topics uh, right now. And uh, real quick before we wrap this up, out of all those drops, five more than five yards of the line of scrimmage, according to Sports Info Solutions. That led the league by a large margin. 
And now when you got uh, Deontay Johnson once again returning with uh, Chase Claypool and Jesus Smith-Schuster right now, and be interesting to see too. I mean, Jesus Smith-Schuster, if he's trying to go from the slot to the wideout position, how do things work out for this team uh, this season? Uh, we'll definitely uh, shall see about that as we continue to go into that. But I would expect Deontay Johnson to improve. I expect him to have a bounce back year. I still think Eric Ebron, despite his drops, he's still not a bad tight end for this team. But you got to maintain ball security, as we all know. So let's get into the hurry up right now as we look at Marco Bolli of the Athletics stated that the Steelers players had no say in whether they were going to have training camp at St. Vincent College. Uh, the first they heard of it was uh, today, which would have been, uh, let's see, yesterday, I want to say. Let's see. Yeah, it was uh, yesterday uh, they found out that they uh, did not have any say in that. Uh and also, Ebuchette does go on to note, too, uh, that the Chiefs did receive the okay to hold training camp at Missouri Western State University. Cowboys did get clearance to have their camp in Oxford, California, both with fans, yet Steelers were denied by the NFL and NFLPA. And I, I think that's uh, definitely really disappointing right there. I mean, you got uh, Pennsylvania, Gary, the slowly uh, comeback right now with their mass restrictions being lifted. And I, I don't know what really what it boils down to as far as like in the state of Pennsylvania right now as we uh, look at everything. And it is uh, definitely a disappointment to say the least, but they will be having their training camps at Hinesville and in the UPMC Rooney Sports uh, Complex. I mean, uh, coming up for this year is uh, you got Tom Wolf. Who is the uh, governor of that state? And we'll, we'll see uh, what continue to happen. But, yeah, I mean, and then also, too, I mean, uh, Governor Wolf right now, I mean, speaking of him, uh, he is saying that 75% of Pennsylvania received the first COVID-19 uh, vaccination. And uh, he was uh, saying in a quote, together Pennsylvania sent important milestone in the fight against COVID-19. Currently, there and four adults in Pennsylvania receive at least one COVID-19 vaccination. The data show that the number of cases of COVID-19 is decreasing as the vaccination rate increases so we can see how far we have progressed. We should be proud we have seen a weekly decline in positive rates as evidenced by the current positive rate 1.2% compared to 1.4% last week. And it was ranked uh, eight above President Joe Biden's aggressive goal of 70% of adults receiving at least one COVID-19 uh, vaccination by the July 4th uh, nationwide for the for first dose uh, vaccination. So I wonder if like maybe that has any concerns, any possible remote possibility of why. I mean, is it, is it still deemed a little bit unsafe? <laughs> Right there, and I don't know. I mean, as far as this portion, listen, I was at training camp a few years ago. Just uh, proud to at least uh, have some little reporting coverage for the podcast. And I mean, to have like a two straight years at that famous facility, uh, which would have been the fifty-fifth 
a year. I mean, to like a hold a camp. But instead, I mean, it's going to be held off. As uh, we look at, I mean, the Steelers will be splitting their time, like I said, at the UPMC Rowing Sports Complex and Heinz Field. With some fans permitted at Heinz Field, they're supposed to be keeping uh, uh, updates as we uh, go along right now. As uh, we look at it. And I'd be be really interested in that part. And it's just going to really be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, Like I said, we also got uh, right here on this uh, hurry up uh, set of topics right now. Corn Sports Track, like I said, once again, uh, Trey Turner signing a $3 million deal uh, per source. which is reported by Jeremy uh, Fowler. Spoketrack does know it's a one-year, $3 million deal. And uh, definitely right now. And one thing's too, I mean, with uh, the Castro's uh, release, just to hit back up on earlier, uh, he was already in the 2021 season with a $14.3 million uh, cap hit. With that release, the Steelers uh, were going to be saving, will be saving $8.75 million as well. we looked at it. And I, I think for right now, I mean, you know, we got we got some like uh, little concerns right now. I mean, is TJ Watt gonna get like uh, his contract extension? But I mean, you really need to make sure that I mean they got enough uh, guys ready to go for this uh, time being here. As uh, we look at. It. And I, I'm just not so sure how, how we uh, do this for the time being. But I definitely do feel like uh, right now, I mean, and everything going on, you have to make sure that everything is uh, definitely being taken care of uh, due diligently. As we uh, looked at it. And uh, here's a statement uh, by Burt Lawton on the Steelers not having uh, camp in Latrobe. As uh, we look at, uh, once again, uh, being quoted and saying we're disappointed. We won't be holding our 2021 training camp at St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. We're prepared to safely host training camp on campus with fans, but unfortunately our plan was not approved due to the NFL's COVID-19 protocols. Uh, We will now have training camp, which is slated to begin in late July, split between the Heinz Field and the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. Once our practice schedule is finalized, we will announce plans to host fans at Heinz Field for a select number of practices. Uh, they anticipate the report, the support of St. Vincent College and the Trobe community and look forward to returning to campus in 2022. So uh, definitely uh, something to pay attention to uh, right there as uh, we look at it. I mean, for this moment, I'd like to hear from you fans right now. I mean, what's your uh, expectation, disappointment? How we plan on going out there? I mean, just for Heinz Field. I mean, like I said, I I take no issue if if I if they have practices at Heinz Field, I would love to be over there uh, by any means. 
I mean, uh, just being in Latrobe, I mean, like I said, I was there two years ago, had a blast. Uh, just being around the area of Pittsburgh while waiting for it. I mean, of course, so too. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, for that uh, time, I mean, Daryl Drake, uh, I mean, he was the guy who headlined the weekend with him, uh, his son passing that weekend. And unfortunately, I was there uh, that weekend. Then final to uh, Sunday morning, I arrived late Saturday evening. And just uh, very sad and, uh, for him, his family, Steelers community, just uh, not being able to experience that. And you think a guy like, uh, I mean, Daryl Drake, who was also a longtime assistant to a Lovey Smith back in that time for a lot of years for uh, what uh, he has done. Uh, it was uh, definitely a sad moment, uh, nonetheless, as uh, we looked at it. And. Yeah, it was a. Uh, Definitely a, a heartbreaker, no, no doubt. And so we, we uh, continue to take a look at right now for uh, more stuff right now. As we also uh, get into it, as we're uh, getting ready to go uh, wrap things up here in just a few moments. Let's go. <laughs> 